Hi, this is Joanne Bignair with the podcast, It's Storytime, Meemaw, and Answered Prayer for stories that point children to God. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Well, Happy New Year from the Masculine Journey, guys. We're excited that you're joining us in 2022, Andy. Yeah, we're eaved out, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're completely eaved out. The we only day of the year over. where it's all, yeah, it all starts. It's like 360-some. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> forget that. <laughs> so, you know, very cool. It's sort of our tradition here in Masculine Journey this time of year to talk about the word for the year. And, and so... We had gotten this idea actually from the Wild at Heart team there in Colorado a number of years ago. They pray in the beginning of December, you know, to, that God would give them a word or some part of the adventure to go on together with him in the upcoming year. And so we, we, we all have been taking part in that for a number of years. And so this is our chance to review what happened with our words in, in 2021. And so to give us sort of an example of that, Andy, how did that work for you and you know, over the years. So this is, I think, the fourth year that I've gotten the word, and it seems like every year it's just, it ends up being spot on. When you get the word at the beginning of the year, sometimes you're like, hmm, I don't know about that, God. But, uh, you know, this year was, for me, I'll talk to him about it more in depth a little bit later, but it was really linked to kind of the word from the previous year, and I think we've all found that God does that. He usually keeps you in a vein um, uh, or an idea, but uh, it's always good. And it's just, to me, it's participatory or it's what he's wanting to do in your life. And a lot of times we feel like, you know, it's our word, but it's really our, <laughs> it's our personal word, but it's our word in the sense that it's both ours and God's because he's always involved in the process. Man, oh man, that could not be better said. He really, he really, really is. And so, Danny, for you, this was your first year to play with the <laughs> Yeah, this was my rookie season. And, uh, rookie season. <laughs> you can buy the rookie cards on masculinejourney.org. Um, the, uh, I can remember sitting around last year, and you guys started talking about, oh, we're going to do a show about the word of the year. And I'm like, uh, sheep and deer in the headlights, like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> but uh, it's been really neat. The uh, um in some ways, and in some ways, been a tough year. So my word for the year was heritage, and lo and behold, what a year uh, for that! But the uh, um, the clip I think you're going to play is um, from a, "It's a Wonderful Life." It's the last scene, and where George Bailey has uh, found himself in some trouble, and he really begins to see 
what people really think about him in a, in a good and overwhelming way and you know just kind of a cool way to end the story i love the movie my wife loves it because it's in black and white. She's, you know, her brother said he thought she just had a black and white TV. That and Andy Griffith, right? That and Andy Griffith. So, um, but you know, George finds out, like I have found out this year, a lot about myself and a lot about the people around me and who truly are your friends. So, here is George. I get this. It's from London. Oh, Mister Gower cabled you need cash. Stop. My office instructed to advance you up to $25,000. Stop. Oh. Hee-haw and Merry Christmas, Sam Wainwright. Mary, I got him here from the airport just as quick as I could. The fool flew all the way up here in a blizzard. Oh, Harry, how about your Banford in New York? Oh, I left right in the middle of it. As soon as I got Mary's telegram. Good idea, Ernie. A toast <laughs> to my big brother, George, the richest man in town. <laughs> That's a Christmas present from a very dear friend of mine. Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. That's right. That's right. Had a boy, Clarence. Can you wink like George? You know, that wink when he had Attaboy Clarence, you know, he could sit. <laughs> There's nobody like Jimmy Stewart to wink like that, you know? No, uh, the, uh, Clarence was the angel that gave him the book Tom Sawyer. And the phrase was, I can't remember. The a man's not a failure who has friends, essentially. Yeah, I couldn't remember who yeah. my friends were, much less the <laughs> phrase. Uh, but, you know, this year we lost, I lost an uncle beginning of the year to COVID. And then we lost michelle's dad and then we lost my mom june and september and so it it was kind of tough but it made you look it made me look at my heritage it made me look at you know i remember my wife saying it feels like your soul says how can you go on because half of what sustained you is gone Mm. and and that, that was kind of the way it felt but you know, learned a lot about family, and, and that was kind of the heritage of where I thought we were going with it. But, you know, we have a spiritual heritage. And, you know, Robbie, I love what you said before the show, that, you know, God seems to turn his face toward your your heritage. And when he turns his face, it is a, you know, it is a blessing. And, you know, I remember, and we talked about, I'll tell a story about dad was looking at, we sat down to do finances after mom was gone because mom did all the books. And evidently she had some things on the books that weren't, dad didn't know was on the books. But, you know, we were looking at $20,000 loan, just kind of consolidate everything. And in just a short period of time, one thing led to another and a miracle after a miracle and dad ended up debt free. And it was it was a, a said, yeah some wire for twenty five thousand dollars stop yeah stop <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know to to be engaged with with dad Yeehaw and you know whatever yeah. <laughs> to be engaged with dad on a whole new level yeah. you know and finding out things about about mom but but finding out things about dad and because dad's filter went to the grave with mom so dad just says what's on his mind and there's no telling what will come out and that's been kind of interesting but you know as a whole as a year you know what a great practice it is to and i'm i'm behind the eight ball again i'm gonna have to pray hard this week me too man no worries so uh 
but you know for a word for the year and how that plays out to to be able to look back so, so yeah the cool y'all are not as weird as i thought you were <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we we talk about the, the word from last year and then next week's show we will be in 2022 with our words so we'll talk about what what god's given us this year well andy you know the clip you have is really just off the hook from my perspective being a star trek fan and and a neat leonard nimoy fan and many things so um share what what's your deal okay merry christmas <laughs> yeah, i knew you would like it but uh <laughs> actually my word for the year was um was given was i thought it was going to be something around restoration because that's kind of what i wanted but god's uh, you know there was the way i get it the word is i i'm the one that you know i have to have like confirmation sometimes so when i heard prosper i got it in like three different ways it was through different messages and and stuff that i was reading in the bible at the time but when i got it you know a lot of it i just had come off abundance i'm like god are you trying to am i like going to be like a tv preacher or something is that what's going on here but you know there's so much more to what god wants to do in that vein of more than financial blessing and so this this clip is based on you know you won't hear that much about prosper other than the the tagline and that you'll get it whenever you hear it the point is, I want you to hear this clip. It's from Leonard Nimoy, uh, Spock on Star Trek, and it kind of explains how they came up with, you know, the tagline and the and the salute. So live ahead, long Ray. and prosper. Live long and prosper. The Vulcan greeting is a wonderful sentiment. Live long and prosper, and this too is something that was uh, contributed by your father on the set. We had a wonderful script by Theodore Sturgeon called Amok Time. We arrive on the planet, and a procession comes out from the city to greet us. I said to the director, I think we should have some kind of a special greeting. Asian people bow to each other. Military people salute each other. I think Vulcan should have some kind of a greeting. And he said, what would you like to do? And I said, how about this? Where it came from was from my childhood, uh, going to synagogue on the high holidays with my family. There's a moment where a group of men get up before the congregation, cover their heads with their prayer shawls, chant a prayer. My father said, don't look. I'm about eight or nine years old, and so I stuck a peek. <laughs> and what I saw were these gentlemen out there who were doing the shouting, had their hands out towards the congregation like that, both hands. I found out later, this is the shape of the letter Shin in the Hebrew alphabet. The letter Shin is the first letter in the word Shaddai, the name of God. Well, I survived, I think that I survived, but I was so intrigued with that gesture, and I suggested that we do that as Vulcans. Within days after that episode was on the air, I started getting that gesture back on the streets. So what that was, was George Takai was interviewing, I think, Leonard Nimoy's son, and then Leonard Nimoy goes on to tell about how it, how it goes along. And what I think is cool is he talks about how that that was, and I've heard Robbie talk about a shin. I don't know a shin from a body part, you know. I mean, it's <laughs> a shin's a shin, it's a shin, I guess. But It's connected to the ankle bone. <laughs> exactly. But, but in explaining it, in another video, it's out there that um, Leonard Nimoy does, he talks about, that same letter is the first letter in Shalom and and Shekinah, 
which is like the glory of God. But, you know, we all hear about shalom and peace. So I went in and looked at Jeremiah 29, 11, and, and, and there's, we all know about that scripture, you know, it's like, I know the, the plans that I have for you to prosper you and not to bring harm to you. Essentially, there are some, some translations say peace, some say prosper. Well, we know peace is shalom, you know, we hear that quite a bit, and we leave peace, shalom is just peace, but the definition that I got uh, when I went into the Blue Lever Bible, one of Robbie's favorites, when you, when you go in there, you look at the completeness of the definition of prosper. It's completeness, safety, soundness, welfare, health, prosperity, peace, quiet, tranquility, and contentment. That's one I've fully experienced this year, much beyond that I ever have. Rodney, I know you talk about contentment. You know, um, peace, friendship, you know, it's just a whole overall well-being. And that's what I've experienced this year. Not that everything in life is just totally perfect, but things are good. God has done so much, and that actually, you know, that actually came to pass this year. Jim, you wanted to? Well, my uh, Hebrew professor who died two weeks ago when we were here, I found out about it, said that it also means death to your enemies. There well, you go. Okay. That's one way to prosper. That, that's, that yeah. sounds more Klingon. <laughs> get, that, get that, devil. <laughs> we'll be right back with much more on your word of the year. Have you ever considered what you want your last words to be? Maybe you'd hope to express thanks to God for your life and exhort family members to follow Christ. A person's last words can tell you a lot about him. And the same is true of the Savior. John MacArthur looks at Christ's final words in Scripture this week on Grace to You. Join us for Science, Scripture, and Salvation, a radio ministry of the Institute for Creation Research. We want to encourage you in your Christian faith by showing how scientific evidence supports the Bible, particularly the Genesis account. When we see that the first and most foundational book of the Bible can be trusted in all matters, including science, it builds confidence in the rest of the inspired Word all the way to Revelation. That's my second gift to Robbie there. Um, it's on Psalm 119, um, 105. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and light unto my path. And um, I'll, I've always loved that scripture. I learned that early in my Christian life. And I know Robbie's been on an excursion. He'll probably talk a lot about that on, when he's talking about his word. I don't know if you want to add anything to that. Well, we might end up in the after, after hours because we've okay. got so many goodies to go yeah, that sure. I don't know if we're going to get to mine but because we got to get to Rodney's, I mean, you know, it, it's nobody knows the joy it gives me. I mean, because you know, I I know what I got to do as a result of learning about this practice, a- and then I've watched obviously Andy, I've watched Danny, I've watched Rodney. In other words, as they, and 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 I I actually thought back to um, 
We did listening prayer one time with a bunch of young students. They were young teenagers, 14, 15 years old. And when they heard from God, they actually knew that they heard from God. They were like, Mr. Robbie, did I really hear from God? I mean, I I heard from God. Like, you can really hear from God. And and so when people have a chance to experience this uh, adventure for a year of hearing from God on their word, it it really is a, a remarkable, remarkable thing. And so Rodney is another one of those that I just, I just delight. Um, I especially delight in your clip because I can just sense all the time that you spent with the Lord as a result of the practice. And everybody goes through a year differently. Everybody has things that you thought would come to pass that might, but the real joy is in all those things that you had no idea was coming and meanings that you thought were there that, um, no, God had a different story to write for you that year. And it's just... It's just fun to walk and live in it. So really what my clip is about, it's a medley of several different songs that started me with my first word, which was son. And I was like, okay, that was about being his son and living in being truly his son. And then the next word I got was father. I'm like, okay, so it's really about him being my father and living in that. And then the next word I had last year, for this last year was family. And when I got it, it was, okay, I'm supposed to be working and harder on my family. And God's like, no, 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 no. You need to be working with my family. This is what we're going to work on my family together. And it's just been a year where both in the walk with my men here and my church family and others that I have at work and other people that are believers just spending a lot more time talking about truth because truth ends up coming out in so many things today and what we do and what we don't do that you just can't, you, you gotta, you got, you're finding that you have to take a stand for truth. And that's, that's been this past year for me is growing in family. So we'll go ahead and hear the medley and maybe talk on the backside. But as long as I'm sitting here, Andy, just correct me if I'm wrong, but just, when you see Rodney's grown a beard because he's going hunting here in a, you know, and, and as I was sitting there, I was like, I'm seeing Abraham Lincoln. And no wonder he's talking about it's honest Abe. He's sitting there talking about truth. <laughs> I'm no longer a slave to fear. Oh, I am a child of God. So tender is calling us home. He welcomes the weakest, the vilest, the poor. 
bursting forth in glorious day. Up from the grave he rose again, and as he stands in victory, since curse was lost, it's great for me, for I am his, and he is mine, born with the precious So just really what, you know, the word of the year does for me, it allows me to really focus on things. So it doesn't matter if I'm reading scripture, I'm listening to a sermon, we're talking about the game, we're talking about life. It just doesn't matter. That word just is there. And it's amazing when you're paying attention to it, how often it's just going to show up in your life and have meaning and purpose to it that you never would have saw if you didn't have the word and going through that for that year. So that's where it's been for me is just something that's like my own little personal ride with God. That's like, Oh, that's why you had me with this, with this year. And, you know, cause you'll hit that maybe several times, even in a day, and then you'll go for a few days and all of a sudden, boom, there it is again. And, you know, you can go in to do personal studies on it at different times, and that's where every once in a while for me, that's what I just kind of, I'll take a tangent, just kind of, oh, look a little deeper there. What do you got for me, Lord? It's just always a nice little treasure. So your word this year was? Family. And? It was, and it's God's family. It really, you know, yeah. the, the, the passage in Mark to me is like just, as years roll by, it just means, means, you know, it's, it's the end of Mark chapter 10 where it says, you know, he who loses lands and all this stuff because of my name or the, for the sake of the gospel will not fail to receive a hundred times as many mothers, a hundred mothers. Danny, you got a hundred mothers. I'm telling you, when you start adding them up, you're going to find you got a hundred mothers. You got a hundred brothers. You got more than that. You're going to have, and, and then he goes on to describe all these things you're going to have and persecutions, by the way, not just in the life to come, but in this present age is what it says. It's a promise. And and that family is just like spectacular as, as he begins to point it out to you. And so, I, I, again, I love how God takes these, what we thought at the beginning of the year, what this appeared to be this journey, and, and oh my goodness, it just, it was, it was a different adventure. So, Jim... Um, you had a different kind of adventure this year. I did, but I was when you said family and God said no, our family. I immediately thought of we are family. You got all your brothers with you. That that's the right. second. That's the second one tonight. <laughs> you've done. I I think it's, you got all your I brothers with me. Songs, yeah. That does work. <laughs> we do, but we are family here, and we act like it more often than not. Um, the we did this i think as a group the first time 4 years ago and i had been introduced to the word the year before from a secular book and that included both a, a life word and having a word each year so when we did it i thought that was really cool so i sort of went back to the secular roots i've got a clip here that i just heard for the first time today it's by a fellow named Jeremy Kingsley, and he does talks about integrity. And my word is integrity. And this is a, a story about taking a trip with a friend of his who's a 
Geek to, uh, I, I think he Best mentions buy. it, but I won't be yeah, Best Buy. And uh, he has no clue, but uh, he runs into integrity in this clip. I'm even a little embarrassed going to Best Buy with him because he's got this list of all the specs he wants on this TV. And I'm thinking, this is a little bit over the top, but he is my buddy. So we go in there, we're talking to the salesman there at the TV place, and he's a techie too. So they're enjoying each other. Well, I want 1280 this and 700 this and PC. And I'm like, I don't even know what these guys are talking about. And all of a sudden, the sales guy goes, you know what? I think Sony does make a model that has all these specs, but we don't carry it. But there is a store down the road that I think does have a model with all these specs on it, if you want to go there. Now, when he said that, I call a timeout. Now, I'm going to embarrass my friend for a second. Timeout, man, timeout to the salesman. Did you just tell my friend to go to a different store, to a competitor's store? Yes, sir, I'm sorry, we, we don't carry that model, but I think they have a few that have all the specs that he wants. I said, I want to talk to your manager right now. Please go get your manager. Now, this kid is freaking out, man. He is scared. He thinks he's going to get in trouble, but he's not. Manager comes over. Hey, is there some kind of problem here? Is there some kind of problem? No, there's no problem. I just want to tell you something. I was wondering if you could give this young man a raise. Now, all of a sudden, he's kind of confused. Like, what? Well, I travel, ma'am, full time, and I speak at a lot of different companies and corporations. And one of the things I talk about a lot is integrity. And he just showed that. My friend's looking for a certain TV that you don't have. And instead of trying to trick him, instead of trying to manipulate a situation or steer him towards something he doesn't really want, he had integrity. And I appreciate that. I appreciate it so much that you probably just got a customer for life. Because if this is the kind of people you have working here, I'm going to shop here. I wonder if you could give this guy a raise. Then all of a sudden he wants to like give me a fist like, yeah, dog, thank you. <laughs> He's all excited, right? Integrity, love it. We need it in our personal and professional relationships. Integrity, the person who knows the right thing, says the right thing, does the right thing. Integrity. This word was, without a doubt, the toughest one I've had. It is, is one that I saw in my grandfather and my father. Both of them were named James. And I may talk more about that after this. Yeah, so in order to I'm hear the rest of Jim's story or my word of the year, you're going to have to listen to After Hours. That's on the podcast. You can go to masculinejourney.org, listen to our podcast, After Hours, all those wonderful episodes, or while you're there, why not register for the upcoming boot camp, March 31st through May 3rd. No, actually through <laughs> April 3rd. We thought about having a month and three days, but just March 31st through April 3rd. Don't miss it. This is the Truth Network.